Hi friends, we're here in between release weeks to introduce you to another podcast we really enjoy and hope you will too. This time it's the superhero story Vigil. Vigil is a really unique addition to the genre. It's as much an investigative thriller as an action adventure. Uh, There's definitely adventure and challenge in there, but it's a report on the life and career of a recently deceased support hero. Someone who acted more behind the scenes with powers that weren't as flashy and muscly as you'd see in a Marvel movie. Vigil's expertise was more intellectual and strategic, and through the records being exposed on the show, we get to see how that expertise grew and integrated with the other heroes he supported. And that's where we get into the adventure and the action, and it all comes together from a perspective you definitely haven't seen in other superhero tales. It's also a different world from what you've seen in comic book movies and TV up to now. In Vigil, superhero conglomerates have taken charge of the health and safety of the general population, tangled up in their lives to an extent that I think you'll find captivating and challenging, maybe even a little bit threatening. If you're a fan of stories like The Beautiful Liar, where great powers lead to great complications, this is where you want to be. You can listen to Vigil anywhere you listen to podcasts. For credits, transcripts, and more info, visit VigilPod.com. This episode contains strong language and themes that may not be suitable for all audiences. Please check the show notes for details about the specific content and a full transcription of the episode. Hello. My name is Maria Kennedy, and I want to welcome you to a new limited series podcast from Hero Trackers Media. This special report is going to take a closer look at someone that, despite reporting for Hero Trackers podcast for eight years, we've never officially covered before. This is the story of a hero that has probably changed the lives of every one of us, and yet few are even aware of his existence. Why? How? It all sounds unbelievable, right? But with this podcast, I hope to open the world's eyes to Vigil. I first began hearing vague references to this mysterious figure from Heroes while discussing their previous cases during Hero Tracker's interviews. Nothing concrete, but many would mention things along the lines of, I called him, or... I called for support when their teams didn't include support staff. Yeah, well, we heard from Vidya, from support, that they were on their way. And there it was, a major clue, part of a name or codename. But how could I learn the rest? Turns out, the start was all I needed. I contacted a friend in the hero industry, and they knew Vigil. In fact, in the last few months, I've come to learn that almost every hero knew and interacted with Vigil. He was ubiquitous, and yet I'd never heard his name before. Unfortunately, the only reason my contact was willing to reveal Vigil's existence is because late last year, they had attended his funeral. Just a few short months before my investigation, Vigil died suddenly. The details of his death much like his life, are not well known, and I have my own questions about just how he died, but we'll get to that later. For now, we're going to explore his life, and my contact was adamant that the world should know about Vigil. 
my contact was also able to get me access to the motherlode. Vigil kept audio logs of nearly every case he ever worked. He was meticulous about his record keeping. My producer and I have ensured that we are not sharing audio from any active cases or any information that might compromise the identity or safety of anyone included in Vigil's reports. These episodes have been passed through rigorous inspection, both from our network and from the heroic organizations themselves. And we have received permission from Vigil's estate to share them with you. With this podcast, we hope to explore who Vigil was, what he did, and how he did it. But we can't help but wonder, why all the secrecy? Certainly safety is an issue, and anonymity can have its advantages, but the scale and methods of this conspiracy are incredible. The more I learn about the story of Vigil, the more questions I have. But we'll have more time to explore that later. And like any good story, we'll start at the beginning. Well, nearly the beginning. Vigil didn't record his earliest cases. So here are the logs of his very first recorded case. I hope you enjoy learning from him. I know I did. Vigil, a Hero Track Media Production. Hello, my name is... My code name is Vigil. That feels odd to say. I have a code name now. Hmm. Anyway, uh, I'm recording this log and all subsequent logs to document my work with the various hero organizations of the city. I'm not totally sure how these logs will be used or be beneficial. Maybe as evidence for other heroes, for future cases, if they need to go back and look at them. I certainly won't need them. I should probably let you know that Vigil had an incredible eidetic memory. He seems to have had the most perfect and complete photographic memory any of us could imagine. If he saw something, he remembered it. Exactly. He had a whole slew of other amazing mental capabilities, but we'll get to those later. This is my sixth case. I usually work with smaller storefront agencies, teams with unpowered heroes or heroes that haven't figured out their powers limitations enough to work with the big time teams like the Protectors and Preservation Service. This is actually my first time contacting one of those major equity organizations. I've been reading about a string of cases that the Safeguard is investigating, and they tied that string of thefts to some small-time criminal, and then they just closed the book. But 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 that case didn't match all of the signifiers of the profile for the full data set for those crimes. And this will actually all be on the call, which I'm also going to record. So I'm actually going to stop recording and talking in this section now and just hurry up and call them so we get to that point. And he did. And he did record that audio. And here it is. Hello, this is the, um, the hero, Vigil. I've, I've worked with some organizations like uh, Origin Story. And anyway, I, I have some information on a group of thefts and assassinations between December 3rd and July 27th that you have connected to Rapacity. 
But look, Rapacity only committed the crime at Restro Diamonds. His MO doesn't match the rest of any of those thefts, but those thefts do match key data points for the assassinations at the Hotel Tanev and Laney's Bar. Look, to be simple with it, they all occurred at locations where large amount of alcohol was served and high alcohol consumption tied directly into the crime. Please contact me for more information. I look forward to working with you. But Safeguard didn't look forward to working with Vigil. The next log is dated two weeks later, and he had yet to receive a response to his initial message. Hello, this is Vigil. I know you, you've probably gotten my previous message, but you haven't adjusted your case policy or contacted me for additional information, so I, I guess I'm just going to share more here in the hopes that I can help you stop another assassination. All of these crimes, all of them take place within 50 yards of a bar area or where other large amounts of alcohol are being served, and this suggests an alcohol-based power, but that it has a limited range. Look, only specific individuals were targeted, meaning that fine control is possible, and it has enough power to kill with alcohol poisoning in both victims who have no history of alcohol consumption and in victims with heavy alcohol use in their past. The profile of the user suggests that they're probably a career mercenary. Checking through the chronological data points to thefts and assassinations that are approximately every two weeks. So you're probably going to see another crime in the next day or so. I hope you're able to stop it. Please call me if you need any additional assistance on this case. And Vigil was right. One day after his phone call, an art gallery was robbed in a heist exactly matching the profile he had laid out. The heroes of the safeguard still hadn't taken notice of his abilities, but someone else at the organization had. Hello, this is Codename Vigil. Uh, Hey, uh, my codename is Urgent. Uh, I'm an intern at the safeguard agency, and I... uh, Urgent, you're the one, that speedster, I ran that truck. Yeah, 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 that was me. Uh, um, You heard about that. Yeah, no, I did. Um, you're interning with the Safeguard now. Y- yeah, well, they're training me to use my powers. And how's that going? Not not great. Learn anything cool? Not much. But uh, look, I'm calling you about your previous messages. I was hoping that maybe we On could... a personal line? Yeah. Um, the Safeguard doesn't totally know I'm calling. Huh. But you are. Yeah, well, it's about your calls about the criminal. That the, the safeguard is codenamed them Lush. Yeah, I saw that. It's a good codename. Uh, how is Vigor, by the way? She's all right. I mean, she's good. Her powers make her immune to malignant substances. So, hey, but she got drunk anyway. Yeah, we're still not sure how that happened. She's never been drunk before. Did she get a chance to ID Lush? No. Um, well, someone at the party called 911 about a theft, so she wasn't exactly expecting a, a super-powered criminal at the location. They weren't given any of my reports? They were. But, look, to be real with you, if you're not at one of the major equity agencies, they don't really pay attention. But they're paying attention now? Oh, um, n- n- nah. 
You're still on the no-answer list. And they won't release the case to an outside agency, will they? No. So why are you calling? I've been the one getting your reports, and I think you're on to something, but they're not going to listen to you. That's too bad, because I figured out how Lush's power works, and the team can't beat him. The safeguard can't beat Lush? No. Not with their current roster, anyway. Jesus. What the fuck is their power? They can transmute alcohol in space. What? Yeah, they can take alcohol from one location and move it to another no, location. No, I, 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 I knew what it meant. In this particular instance, they're transmuting alcohol from the bottles at the site of the crime right into their victims' bloodstreams. Yeah. Shit. Well, that might explain how they took down Vigor. How'd you figure that out? I looked at camera footage from all the crime scenes before and after the crimes. If you look carefully, you can see that, well, there's less bow in the shelves. Enough alcohol had been taken out of the bottles to show a difference in weight on the shelves. I'll interrupt here to explain what Vigil is about to explain to Urgent in simpler terms. Vigil had a perfect sense of spatial awareness. He instantly knew how far things were from each other just by glancing at them. So seeing such a tiny detail in camera footage actually isn't that bizarre for him. So the safeguard isn't going to do anything about this. Uh, well, I mean, they do plan to stop Lush, but... Uh, Let me rephrase. They can't do anything about this. I think you might be underestimating the powers. Tell me about your powers. What? Your powers. Super speed. Limitations. Other useful abilities. Rule sets. Any of that stuff. Why? They might not be able to do anything about it, but a super speedster could. I hate to ruin your day, but I don't think my power is going to be very useful. Yeah, you implied that training wasn't going well. Well, you actually just sort of said it. What's the problem? I can only use it once. Once ever? uh, No, um, like once a day-ish? Yeah, that's a... That's a problem. Uh, what happens if you use it twice? Usually, uh, I go into a coma for a day or two. <laughs> that That's a bit of a problem, yeah. Yeah. So, once a day. Because who knows if I'll even wake up from the next one. Plus, you know, coma. So, I'm pretty defenseless afterwards. Yeah, let me work on that. How? I'll check out tapes and... See if I can figure out anything helpful. What tapes? Almost anything that happens in this city uh, happens on a camera. The original incident, any trips to the hospital, your training exercises with the safeguard, all of it's on camera. What, you have access to the training cameras for the safeguard? He did. Not only access, stored copies of, from what I could tell, every camera storage server in the city. I have no idea how he got them, and no one I've talked to even knew he had them, but he did. A few days later, Vigil called Urgent back with his findings. Okay, so uh, I was checking into it, and I think I have a sense of how your powers work, but right now we can't worry about it. Wait, no, we, we can definitely worry about that. No, we don't have time. Lush's next crime is coming up in a few days, and you have to stop them. Yeah, um, nah, I, I can't do that. Why not? Well, because I'm an intern. I don't know how any of this works. I'll walk you through it. That's not really going to be enough. I mean, I I can't respond to a call or anything. You won't have to. 
I have a trap. You have a what? I created a fake fundraising event with some major donors that includes a hotly contested auction component. It's right in Lush's wheelhouse. I scheduled the event for the Kelly downtown, which has a bar within 50 yards of where the auction will be held. You'll just pose as a bartender, and when they show up, you'll use your speed to get them out of the bar area and subdue them. One use of your powers, no problem. How do you have the resources to do all this stuff? You'd be amazed about what you can get done with a little extra time. And now, I'm going to fill you in on Vigil's primary superpower and the inspiration for his codename. Vigil never slept. He didn't need to. He couldn't. So the reason he always seemed 10 steps ahead is because he had these incredible mental faculties and eight extra hours a day to use them. Look, man, I can't just... There's no call, no contract conflict. You read my contract? (laughs) Never mind. Of course you did. Well, if you read my contract, then you know that the safeguard is definitely not down with vigilantism. They won't know about it. You really think that an intern and and some dude I've never heard of are going to be able to pull this off without the safeguard knowing? I've taken care of all of it. It'll be simple, and I will be on headset to walk you through... The whole thing, and it'll stay simple. I I, I can't do this. It's unethical on every level. You called me! What did you want from this? What what was your endgame? I don't know. To to help out? And and look, you found a way to help out, and you're not taking it. Dude, I don't even know you, right? Like, you seem smart, but how can I trust you? Have I given you any reason not to? Look, you want to figure out your powers, and the safeguard aren't helping. I can help you! You aren't going to help me unless I do this, huh? You aren't going to help all the people Lush will hurt? I'm just going to get more people hurt. You won't. You you can't know that. Vigilantes usually cause more harm than good. You said yourself, the safeguard isn't going to listen, and you know they can't stop them. You can. Look, it's you or no one. So that was it. Vigil had basically press-ganged Urgent into helping, and he had laid his trap. The next recording takes place the day of the trap at the Kelly. It's, it's, it's still quiet. What if Lush doesn't show? It's been 14 minutes. You have to give it time. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Sorry. Uh, I guess I'm nervous. Did you eat enough? Yeah, dude, I, I got the, the whole morning routine that you sent me. You can stop asking. But you ate it according to the diet that I sent. Yes. Yes, and I did the warm-up and meditated and all the other shit, too. Good. Good. Then you have nothing to worry about. You're doing everything the pro heroes do. It'll, it'll be fine. I mean, I've never seen any of the safeguard eat three breakfasts on the day that they have a... Wait, wait. Hold on. I... I think I hear someone in the lobby? It's Lush. How do you know? I'm watching him on the camera. Uh, Yeah, of course. Uh, How can you be sure it's Lush? No one else would be there. As soon as he hits the door, you've got to move. Shouldn't I... I don't know, like, uh, confirm it or something? How would you do that? I don't know. You're picking now to question the plan. If he's not Lush, we're screwed either way, so just do it. Fine. Twelve seconds until he gets into range. Okay. Eight seconds. I got this. Five, four, three, two, 
one, go. What's happening? He, he slipped out of my grip. Well, grab him again. Oh, shit. What? You know those little travel bottles of alcohol? Yes. Uh, he's got those on him. Like, a lot. Vigil's plan worked to perfection, but Lush was ready. Carrying many travel-sized bottles of alcohol on his person to ensure that he was prepared for any confrontation. How would Vigil and Urgent overcome this dilemma? Tune in for part two of Hero Tracker's investigative miniseries, Vigil. I'm Maria Kennedy. Thanks for listening. Vigil, a Hero Track Media Production. Vigil Part 1, Lush Part 1, was directed, edited, and scored by Adam Kudashat. It was written and performed by Haley Sanfilippo as Maria Kennedy, Adam Kudashat as Vigil, Dennis Lewis as Urgent, and Serena Buganu as the unnamed hero, with voiceover by Shane Staliga. Marketing by Layla Sahir. Logo and graphics by Marcus Beyer. Vigil is produced by Button Podcasts and All In Productions. If you enjoyed the show, please spread the word. Subscribe, review, and check out our website at vigilpod.com. Links to our website, social media, and episode transcripts are available in the show notes. And if you want to know more about the world of Vigil, subscribe to our email list for additional insights. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Welcome to Beyond the Dark. Sub-level 19 was nothing like the other floors of Machinko. There were no alabaster workbenches, no spotless white carpets. Here, it was dank, dark, and that noise. A humming, throbbing sound like a sickly heartbeat hiding behind the whir of a great machine. A large metal cage loomed out of the darkness, backlit by an iridescent blue monitor, on which a cursor blinked idly. A metal panel slid out of an aperture in the cage near the monitor, and suddenly the cursor came to life. It read, Insert hand here. Beyond the Dark, a sci-fi anthology by Mark R. Healy creator of The Strata. Find it at beyondthedarkpodcast.com or anywhere you listen to podcasts.